Jordan, what do you call a running turkey? I don't know. Fast food. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, it's not bad. No, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Welcome to the Zone Out Podcast. I'm Lucas Whitman. I'm Landon Wells. And today we're going to be chasing turkeys around. No, I'm kidding. Um, They're pretty fast. Right. And they can fly. Turkeys can fly? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> yes, they can. I've literally, I've been, I was canoeing in Ben's Creek, like behind my house. I was legit canoeing and there's like a field on my left. And all of a sudden I see like a turkey shoot out of the trees and fly across the water. And they did it one at a time too. Bro, they were turkey, like super turkeys smart. are too fat to fly, dude. That's, it I thought was, they were like chickens. No, they're like huge. Dude, that's terrifying. Now you know, oh like, oh yeah, I forgot you don't like, I always no, forget that. Turkeys so are one the worst. Them, no, but they were super smart about, super smart about it. They did it like one at a time. So the first one like flew out and landed. And then the second one's like, all right, cool. He didn't get shot. So he, he went and flew and then another, and it was all like one at a time. Like they were, maybe they were spies. They were spies for the government, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. They were just like the really big drones. Jeez. I didn't know yeah. that. So you learn something new every day. Fun fact for the day. Turkeys can fly. Yep. They can also fill my stomach. I love, I love turkey. <laughs> anyway, um, today we're talking about where I'm, I'm going to give my list of my top 10 favorite movies of all time and then tune in next week to hear Lucas's. Um, and then we're going to talk about standings for the Premier League and the NBA like we always do. And then um, talk a little bit about Cade Cunningham versus Jalen Green. And for those who don't know, they were number one and two picks yes. in the NBA draft. Yes. Play for the Detroit Pistons and Houston Rockets. Uh, respectively. Respectively. And, yeah, it's a kind of a growing rivalry. Rivalry. I can talk. Rival Rivalry. Yeah, that was right. Sure. Yeah. We're great at English. All right. Let's – you got anything? No. Nope. Okay, cool. Let's get on to the screen time segment. Okay, welcome to Screen Time. We are going to go over, well, Landon's going to go over his top 10 favorite movies of all time. Take it away. Yep. So one thing I want to clarify before we get into this, because this is a little spicy, because it's a list and it's someone's opinion. Notice the word favorite. Okay, not the best, Ooh, but favorite, right? Because that I think that's... So these are not, yeah, this is not what Landon's saying are the top 10 best movies of all time. Like no. as far as quality wise, these are just his favorite. Yes, because there's some on here where people might be like, this man is on something. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go from number 10 up. I'll give a quick little reason why it's on the list. And then if you want to chime in and say something about it you can because yeah you know we're we're gonna go a little bit in depth here um it's gonna get a little bit more interesting once we get to the higher picks but um at number 10 i have i'm i'm really cute before we start <laughs> hang on i'm gonna cut him off like right in the middle of his sentence but i'm actually really curious because we've never done this like no. we've never really talked about this anytime we like bring it up we're always just like eh, i don't really know yeah, and I don't know if we've so, ever even talked about it. I don't like. I don't think we've ever discussed this. So I'm yeah. actually really curious to you see probably, what this song, what, Ooh, what, <laughs> did you hear that voice crack? No, I didn't. But I'll. I'll well, you're probably. To... <laughs> um. So I'm actually really interested to see what this list contains. Sorry, I totally yeah. interrupted. Oh no, you're good. I I have a feeling you could probably guess some of these, but I don't yeah, think some of them you could. I feel like there's going to be some random like Adam Sandler movie on here. No. Okay, good. Surprisingly, <laughs> there's not a lot of comedies on here. There's only a couple. Um which I think people would be surprised about knowing me. But um so number 10. Yeah, number 10 directed by Ridley Scott is Blade Runner. Not Blade Runner 2049, the original, but Blade Runner. Um the final cut, not the other one. I haven't seen the other one, but there's a couple versions you're talking about the og starring harrison ford yes og starring harrison ford and the other people but um i watched this movie for the first time over the summer 
so a couple months ago i've never seen it yeah um it's very good i liked it a lot i honestly hated it when i first watched it <laughs> i was like Wait, and what? the last the last act was really really good and up to that point i was like this is terrible i don't like this at all i don't know why people think this is good and then the last act kind of saved it for me and then i was still like eh it was fine but then a week goes by and i can't stop thinking about it and the more i thought about it the more i was like this that was a really good movie like i couldn't stop thinking about it and i watched breakdowns of it and like all the themes like the theme like it was all about um what happens when you lose your humanity and stuff like that and i really liked that so um yeah blade runner go watch it it's good yeah, not for everybody but it's good um at number nine my mom will be very happy about this the shining <laughs> um starring jack nicholson directed by stanley kubrick another very good movie very disturbing very weird very long based um, on the book based on the book stephen by good king. old stephen king yeah. my mom's arch nemesis so I'm sure she's very happy that this is on my top 10 list. I, I feel like people are going to listen to this episode and not think and think like that. I've not seen any movies because I, st <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen this. Once yet. we get up to the top ones, you've definitely seen. Okay. Um, starting a little bit more obscure and then we get into. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to guess because that'll kind of ruin it. But I, like, yeah. there's one in my head that's. You can I think I think it's gonna be in your top three. I'll, I'll let I'll let you guess my top three. How about that? Or maybe my top one. All right. Yeah, we'll get we'll just, get there and I'll see if I can figure it out. Cool. Um The Shining's also very good. Um I wouldn't recommend it just because it's kinda it's explicit. Not for everybody. Not for everybody. It's it's very explicit, it's violent. Um it's not for everybody. However, when it comes to scarier movies or psychological horror movies, in my opinion, it's one of the best. Um, then at number eight, this is a completely different movie. Got Nacho Libre. <laughs> I knew it. I knew something like that yeah. was going to be on here. Uh, Josiah, shout out to Josiah Parkerson, the only person where I would say a Nacho Libre quote that would understand it. Thank you, Josiah, for yeah. making me seem. I would say like, like, uh, what's a quote? Be like, these are my stretchy pants, and yeah, like everybody just looked back at me like, like, clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only scene that I've seen. I yeah. haven't seen that. Dude, movie. you gotta watch it. It's so good. Um, you said scene like three times. Anyway, Nacho Libre. What'd you say? Nothing. Oh, okay. We both um, said anyway at the exact same time. Did we really? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to play that back. Anyway. Um, yeah, Nacho Libre, I, once again, favorite, not best of all time, but I do love that movie. Um, then in at number seven is not Rocky one, not Rocky two, not Rocky three, but Rocky four. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Many people are like, what the heck? Like the fourth Fast and Furious movie isn't good, but, um, Rocky Four is the one with when he goes to Russia and fights uh, Ivan Drago and all that stuff. And it's it's like the ultimate hype movie for Americans. It's like it's very like America versus Russia, but with Rocky. It, it gets me amped up. It gets me proud to be an American. Proud to be an American, but also, you know, want to beat somebody up. Um, Rocky Four is a great movie. Um then at number six, it's a classic, and it's one of the very few movies that I consider to be perfect. What? It's Jaws. <laughs> I All actually, right, I respect that one. The very first time I ever saw Jaws was with you over yeah, at your house. Do you remember we went that? to the beach. The, the day, day before we went to the beach, which I would not recommend. Um, it didn't affect me that much, yeah. but still, like... That's it's a brilliant movie. That's yes. the first one on your list that I've seen. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, I think I you've seen the other three or whatever. So we're getting into the top five. What's um, that? Number six or five? That's number six. Number six. Okay. Um, top five. You've definitely seen four out of the five. 
Yeah, Jaws. Um, I mean, Jaws. Come on, it's Jaws. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. It's, it stars people that no one has ever heard of. Yeah, which doesn't matter because it's just it's it's fantastic. It's so good. The first one to clarify. Yes, the others are total garbage. Yes, I would know, but anyway. Yes, I. It's one of out of this entire list. I think is the third movie on this list that I think is perfect. Now you might be wondering why is it number six, but it's just because well, favorites. When I think of favorites, I'm thinking, okay, what movie would I want to watch the most when I'm stranded on an island? You know, yeah, like, like what you what can watch movies? over and over and over. Again. Yes. Um, um. So Jaws actually, I don't know if you you probably know this, but people listening probably don't. There's a scene in Jaws at nighttime where there is a shooting star in the shot. I think I did know that. They I don't so know if they I shot totally knew that they shot the scene. And there was an actual shooting star that flew across the sky. Wow. And they were like, oh, we're using that take. And since then, apparently, Steven, Spiel- Steven Spielberg has proceeded to put shooting stars in, like, all of his movies. Oh, that's in, awesome. In the night shots and stuff. And it was because of that that he did that. So, that's kind of cool. Fact. That's how you know you're you're working on a special movie when a shooting star goes, goes off when you're filming. Uh, then at number five... It's a classic in my family, like just all over my family. My uncles. Like, I know what this is going to be. In my family. I can quote it basically all the way through. Does it star? Um, oh, my word. I've forgotten his name. Who's the star? Uh, you wouldn't know him. Oh, then never mind. I don't know what it is. It's Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, it's a classic. Honestly, like a lot of these movies, they're on this list because... They they like Blade Runner, The Shining, Jaws. They inspire. Those are some of the movies of like English is hard. Those are some of the movies that inspire me to make movies. Yeah, you watch that and like it's like yes. I want to do that. And to be honest with you, so does Napoleon Dynamite. If you look at Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite, it's actually a very it's it's very low budget, not a whole lot of like special effects or anything like that. But it's very well made. It's very well made, in my opinion. Um, I think it's underrated in that aspect. I think people just hear it and think, "Oh, it's a, that stupid movie." But I think there's a little there's there's talent underneath it. There's a reason why a lot of people like it, and it's I mean, not. It has like a cult following. Oh yeah. So, um, I think I need to rewatch it. So I've seen Napoleon yeah. Dynamite, but it was like it was years and years ago, and mm-hmm. I didn't like it because I didn't un- I didn't like understand yes. what they were going for humor wise so i was just like this it's, is a dumb movie it's a but very, that's the entire point yeah so. it's a very acquired taste like <laughs> some people hate it because it's just stupid and the storyline is like there's there's not like really much of a storyline just stuff kind of just happens but um in my family all across my family it's a big movie um I definitely know two of your top three, by the way. Okay. They popped in my head while well, you were going over that. Here's number four, and then you can guess All two right. of them. Uh, number four is another movie which I consider to be perfect, and it is The Dark Knight. What? I thought that was top three for sure. No, it's not. Um, Dang. It, it is so close. So Christop- close. Christopher Nolan... Uh, I'm going to get his name wrong. Help me out here. Christian Bale. Christian and Bale and Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. The main the reason why this is on the list is because of Heath Ledger. His performance I mean, is my favorite on. performance of any movie anywhere. It is so freaking good. And every time I watch it, I'm just like, this is so like, good. This is acting. Yes. Like, so, And by the way, so he won an Oscar. For that performance, mm-hmm. he won Best Supporting Post, Actor post mortem. Yep, after he died, he is the only person, unless I'm mistaken, he's the only person to win an Oscar acting in a superhero, like a comic book superhero movie yep. ever. Yeah, period. Actually, that has just changed. What? Because Joaquin Phoenix just won Best Actor for his performance in Joker. Are you? However, serious? however, I will tell you, if it was not for Heath Ledger winning that. I do not think that a movie like Joker gets made or anybody. Yeah. I don't think comic book movies would be as big now without the dark Knight. I think the no dark Knight was chance. a huge 
just like how the original X-Men was in the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Like, and Avengers kind of set the yes, scene for like team, yes, team superhero yes. movies. Those movies are like the Mount Rushmore of superhero movies. Um, and The Dark Knight is incredible. I love The Dark Knight. In my opinion, I think it's perfect. That's just me. I, you don't I get honestly, much better. I'm surprised no. it's not number. It's not in your top three. Yeah, surprisingly, my favorite director of all time, Christopher Nolan. This kind of surprise. This is this is kind of a spoiler, but um, that's the only Christopher Nolan movie on the list. Really, which is weird to me because he's my favorite director. But um, to be fully honest with you, if I was, I kind of tried to make it a little bit diverse because if if you were just saying like what's your favorite movies of all time the entire list would be star wars marvel and lord of the rings but that's boring so i was trying to like really think like outside the box mix it up so that's why there's not a whole lot of christopher nolan movies on here is because i was trying to like think of other stuff that i really like um but to be fully honest with you the movies that i just named i i like more than like Inception or Dunkirk or any of those movies. I will Inception's close. Inception is like basically on the list. But it's an honorable honorable mention. Yes. Um anyway. Batman it's also The Dark Knight, like I feel like one of the testaments to how good of a movie it is is that there were several move Batman movies before it that were like eh. Like they were, yeah. they were decent. They did, they did all right. But like the fact that Dark Knight blew up as much as it did, and it is still a cult classic, is just a testament. Like a lot of the times, you'll have a remake of a movie, and it's like people think that they know what they're expecting. And even if it's a decent movie, it's like you kind of still see the old characters, which was mm. not the case. No, it's just it's it's phenomenal. Here's one thing that I like is Christopher Nolan made Batman seem like he could exist in real life. Yeah. That's what makes those movies good. And I'm very, I'm really looking forward to the new Batman movie because that one seems to be more a little bit loyal to the comics. And I think it has a good balance, but um, yeah. All right. Coming in into our top three. Top three. Do you want to try to guess? No, because I don't want to guess your top spot and okay. like, That'll be anticlimactic. Yeah, it might. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what. I'll write it down. Okay, that's a good idea. Don't don't let me see. Do you want to write down three of them, oh, or do you want to write? Down... I can only think of two right now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm about to say one of them. So, <laughs> okay, I thought of three. I think at least okay. at least uh, one of these I can pretty much guarantee is in your top okay. three. The other okay. two, I think might you be. might be surprised. You might be because some of them are very specific. So okay. um, that might help you a little bit. Number three. It doesn't. Okay. Number three is Avengers Endgame. Did you get it? I, I did. There you go. <laughs> that's, nice that's job. One nice job. That's nice one job. of my guesses. Okay. My favorite superhero movie of all time. Sorry, Dark Knight. Um, is Avengers Endgame perfect? No. But is it my favorite? Yeah, Most here, I'll show you to prove it. Yep, there it is. Yep. yep, you were right. Um, it is, in my opinion, one of the greatest conclusions to an arc over movies of all time. Ridiculous. It's so good. It's emotional. It's one of the only movies that I've shed a single tear in. Um. Which is big for him. Yes, I don't cry a whole lot. Um. In fact, there's only two movies on this list that have made me cry, and that's the only one that we've gotten so far. The next, the one, the other one that's made me cry is coming up next. Okay, um, so, I mean, yeah, but like you were saying, Endgame. I mean, it, come on, it's if you're so a Marvel good. fan, if you're a Marvel fan, that's in your top five movie, uh, favorite movies of all time, dude. In my and in my opinion, it's the best Marvel movie. I know that that's kind of controversial because a lot of people think that Infinity War is better, mainly just because of the whole twist with yeah the snap the fact that they actually lost. Yeah, and I agree with that. I like that a lot. But the whole way, the whole time travel thing, the the way it ended, it was just oh, it was so good. 
Um, it's the, yeah. it's the kind of it's the kind of movie that like twenty years from now, if if when whatever we have kids, they're gonna watch that over and over just like we watch. Uh, Star Wars, right? Like, and that's gonna be one of those movies yeah. that that we're gonna be like, we went and saw that in theaters, dude. Like, I, I remember seeing it in theaters for the first time. Did we go see that together? I don't know if we did. I'm not sure. Which shocks me because we see everything together. Because the first time I saw it, I saw it with um my friend Kyle and his family. I don't know. I don't really remember like who I was with when I did, but mm-hmm. I remembered that I. We did. We I know defi- that I did. We definitely saw um, Infinity War together. Yeah. Um, but I think we had already seen that. I think we had already point. seen it. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two is this was hard because, well, I had a hard time placing number three and number two. I almost put Endgame ahead of this one, but I just couldn't just because this next one is so near and dear to my heart. And it is Return of the King. The third Lord of the Rings movie. That one stumped you. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did not guess that. What was the one that, or I guess well, I'll ask you later because it might be the number one. Um, it's definitely not. Okay, what what was it? Uh, well, so I have two more guesses on here. I'm not going to tell you one because okay. it might be number one, but uh-huh. the other one was Iron Man, the first one, just no. because it starts off. No, the entire like thing. Iron Man is not on my list. Um. I just put one Marvel movie. I gotcha. Um, however, I will tell you, I, I like some of the other Marvel movies a little bit more than Iron Man. But that was a good guess because yeah. it started off. Because everything. it started everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can respect that guess. All right. Tell us more about Return of the King because I've probably seen it once. Okay. I don't really remember anything. Return of the King, in my opinion, just like Endgame, is one of the greatest conclusions of all time. Um, the Lord of the Rings movies are so... They're so good, dude. They're so they just draw you into the world. You feel attached to the characters like crazy. Made um, you cry. Okay. Return of the King made me cry when it ended because <laughs> I didn't want it to end. <laughs> I was like, oh. And it's very emotional because I mean you've you've seen it once, but um maybe when Frodo leaves and stuff like that and like all that stuff, it's it's very emotional. And it's such a great movie. And the Lord of the Rings are, those movies are so great because you feel like you've gone on the journey with the characters. You know what I'm saying? You feel like attached to them. Kind of like how the Harry Potter movies, you feel like you've gone through Hogwarts with them. It's the same way with the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, Yeah. I will never forget the first time I ever watched Lord of the Rings movies, I was in middle school and um, it ended and I was just like, I like it's it ended. I got really sad. I like cried for like two seconds and I just sat there and looked around and I was like, what am I supposed to do with my life now? Like, this was like, cause those movies are long <laughs> yeah. and we have the extended editions of them. So they're like four and a half hours. <laughs> so I was like, that's each by the way. Yeah. Each. And there's three of them. Oh my gosh. You're pushing like 15 hours. Dude. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, that's my number two. Who's directed by uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. To be honest with you, the Lord of the Rings were some of his only really like successful movies. He directed one of the King Kong movies that came out way back in the day. Not like the super old ones, but um, and that that, that one was pretty good. Um, none of those have really done well except like the really old like Japanese yeah, ones and yeah. the most recent ones. He's like, yeah, okay. Yep. So Return of the King. Um, so good. It's so good. Um, also one of my favorite scores of all time, music. It's very important to me. I think a lot of like Blade Runner, uh, Napoleon Dynamite, uh, Dark Knight and Return of the King, great scores. And the number one has a really good score too. So I might not know it then. It's just like, it's just iconic. It's just iconic. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh man. Do you want to say it or do you know? It's very specific. You probably might get the right. I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely. I'm sure. Sh- okay, so my my guess. I'm shocked. It's not on your list. It's definitely not number it's Elf. No, I thought Elf was going to be on your list. Okay, for sure. I thought it was too. To be honest with you, it hurts me near and dear. It it hurts me that it's not. However, um, 
you're gonna feel you're gonna feel really stupid after I say the number one because you're gonna be like, how did I not think about that? It's gotta be. It's okay. It's I'm not gonna say Let, it because you, do, do you want me to read um the the films that I've I've said so far? It's gotta be something from this franchise. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So um, number one is Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. It's my okay. favorite movie of all time. Number. No, it's the uh, so in the original trilogy. Oh, wait, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. In it's the like, original trilogy, it's the second one, second one yeah. but overall, it's fifth. I'm not actually sure. You've definitely it's the it's the one with the twist. It's got the most famous twist of all time. It's yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Okay, I was thinking of. Um, I pr- honestly, I probably have never sat sat through that, dude. You need to. It's so good. Um. One of the reasons why I love it so much is because it's it's one of the darkest Star Wars movies. Revenge yeah. of the Sith is the darkest, but it's it takes Luke and the characters on a very like dark emotional journey. Whereas the first one, you saw all of them succeed, and then the second one, Empire Strikes Back, was like, yeah, oh no no no, these guys are still very flawed. Like this is what's going to happen. Like. It's it's very good. Um, Luke versus Vader, uh, the their fight scene is my favorite lightsaber duel of all time. Not because it's the, it's not the most entertaining, but the meaning behind it and just the depth of it, it's it's a really good movie. Um, it's got to be one of the most iconic fight scenes of all time. Oh yeah, and it's also one of the greatest sequels of all time for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. it's honestly just as good, if not better, than the first one. Like it's it's very very good. They struck lightning in a bottle with this one. Um, George Lucas actually did not direct it; he wrote it and produced it. But um, who directed it? I forget his name. I, I think it's. Let me look it up real quick. Um, I always forget because it's something fancy. Um, it's a solid list you've got there, though. Thanks. Yeah, I I love Empire, dude. Um, yeah, his name is Irvin. Kirshner. All right. Let me let me shout out. Let me uh let me see what else he's done because I want to. But yeah, I mean, how much better do you get than that? Darth Vader, Luke, Leia, Chewie. Okay, so Irvin Kirshner, he did one of the James Bond movies. Um, enough said. From way back in the day. Um, he did the RoboCop trilogy, the original. He did a lot of uh, he did a lot of older movies that are probably good. They're just not as famous, iconic. Um, but yeah, cool. So yeah, that's my list. Um, I would recommend every single one of those movies, depending on your age, obviously. But um, super super good. Uh, I love Empire. I suggest going to watch it. It is, in my opinion, one of, or not one of, it's the best Star Wars movie of all time, in my opinion. I know that some people would disagree because some people think it's the first one. And a very popular uh, opinion nowadays is that Revenge of the Sith is the best, which I think is ridiculous. And I know that there's a lot of people, some of which are probably listening to this podcast, (laughs) who disagree with me. But... Hopefully that will be a debate for another time. Um, so yeah, good list. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm worried that I'm gonna. Well, okay, I'm not worried. I'm definitely gonna have some duplicates on my list. Probably yeah. But I, that's not my. That's definitely not my number I, one. I, and I, I definitely uh, have one or two in my head that you didn't name. Oh yeah, I, I I think that our list is going to be a lot different. I yeah. think that we'll have some duplicates in there, but I think it's going to be a lot different. Yeah. So tune um, in, tune in next week. Yes, tune in next week for Lucas's uh, top ten. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, let's get on to the fourth quarter. All right, welcome to the fourth quarter where we talk everything sports. Um, 
if it's soccer and basketball. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, first off, let's just get right into it. Um, Lucas is going to go over the Premier League standings. Um, so, yeah, take it away. Yeah, and if you don't care, zone out because we're going to talk basketball later. Yes. So, anyway. And if you don't care about that, zone out and don't click away because I told you to. There we go. All right. So, <laughs> um, Premier League standing still holding their number one place, the reigning champions, Chelsea. Nice. Um, with, I mean, come on, they've got a squad. They're playing amazingly. Um, I feel like the only, well, if you're, if you semi follow the Premier League at all, you'll know the names Lukaku and who's a Belgian. Uh, he's a striker for them. Um, but also, the American Christian Pulisic, yeah, Pulisic, I think that's his name. however, yeah. however mm-hmm. you say it, um, like one of the first Americans to actually like do well over there. Yeah, I and know. He's, that's a big deal. And they're they're winning. They've got twenty six points. Wow. Um. So yeah. At number two, we have Manchester City. Um, sitting at twenty three points. I mean, they've got a heck of a squad. Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. I mean, they're crazy. Come on. Number three, get this, West Ham has technically overtaken Liverpool. Wow. That's my team right there. (laughs) I'm not a bandwagon. West Ham. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they are – They are. so, actually, you know what? They are almost exactly, stat for stat, almost – tied for second with man city wow they both have 23 points um shout out to west ham I mean, dude. come on they're crushing it the hammers is their mascot or team name, whatever wow i don't know the i don't west care ham, about that I just west ham about west hammers ham. i don't know the west ham hammers anyway uh rolls, number rolls so, right off the tongue <laughs> yeah number four is liverpool yeah i don't know i actually i haven't watched like any highlights but they've dropped in the mm-hmm. table shockingly mosala um Roberto Firmino, uh, Sadio Mane, Virgil Van Dijk, I mean Allison at keeper. I mean, yeah, come on, like, that's a scary team to look out for. Maybe maybe yeah. they won't do as well like now, but they can wanna, definitely. You don't want to play that team in the tournament. Nobody wants like, to play Liverpool. No, well. and they they could make a run. So number five, if you remember, past two weeks running, number five has been Manchester United. Yeah, they have been overtaken. Wow. By Arsenal. Dang. Arsenal's come back. They've got okay. um, like Aubameyang, I think is his name, something sure. like that. Um, yeah. They've got – I mean, they've got a squad, obviously. Man United has dropped, which wow. is actually That's, kind of shocking. Because shocking. Man United has, I think, one of the best squads in the whole league. They just need to play – Are they at better six? Together. Man, Man United? They are at sixth, yes, okay. uh, with seventeen points. But it's still—I mean, it's still pretty close. If you yeah. consider uh, number one Chelsea at twenty-six points and number six Man United at seventeen, they're nine points different. That's pretty close. Yeah, that's three wins for wow. Man United. So yeah. Um. Then you've got Brighton, Wolves, Tottenham, Crystal Palace. That's the top ten. Uh, I don't see really like. Any like top like seven and up, I don't really see coming back or anything like that. But I think the top six could definitely switch up for sure. So yeah, I mean that's pretty All much right. it for the prime. Cool. A lot of stuff has shifted there. That's it's kind of yeah, it's entertaining. All right, let's get to the NBA. I had this pulled up of close. It of course I closed it out. So now we're just waiting on my Wi-Fi. Specifically, Cade Cunningham. 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 There you go. Um, And I forgot his name. Jalen Green. Jalen Green, the top two picks in the draft. Yep. All right. So just played each other. Just for some context, we are recording this as of uh, Sunday the 14th. 14th, yeah. It's 4.05 in the afternoon. The Lakers are currently playing the Spurs. And the Lakers are up by two in the first quarter. Nobody cares. Um, well, yeah. some people some people do. All of Thomas. all of LA do, and so do uh, 
Oh, that's like a um, it's like a in the Premier League. If you if two teams from the same like area play each other, it's called a derby. Hmm. So that's kind of a Los Angeles derby. Oh, so, well, it's San Antonio. What I said, the Lakers and Spurs. Oh, my bad. If it was, was Lakers, if it was the Lakers and Clippers, I was thinking right. Clippers. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what popped in my head for some reason. Anyway, um, this is why I do the prim and you do the <laughs> yeah. NBA. Yep. Um, all right. So starting off with the Eastern Conference standings, I'm gonna try to move this fairly quickly. Um, it's early on in the season, so some of the teams that you would expect to win are starting to, and some of the teams are still kind of sticking around. But uh, at number one. It's the Washington Wizards. What? Uh, they are they are nine and three. What? They actually do have a pretty good team. Um, I don't think they're gonna be able to hold that up. There's people remember people, there are eighty two games in a season. Holy crap. They've played twelve. Okay. So I didn't know there were that many actually. Yes. So there's still time for them to revert back to their normal selves. Um <laughs> at number two, starting to look more like themselves are the Brooklyn Nets. They're nine and four. Uh, James Harden had a very good game the other night. He had like I think he had like thirty six or something like that. So looking more like James Harden, Katie is still and like killing it. Basically an MVP candidate. Um, number three are the Chicago Bulls at eight and four. Um, very very excited for them with like Lonzo and Levine. And Lonzo, Levine, Demar Derozan, Nikola Vucevic. They have a good team. They got a squad. Alex Caruso off the bench. They're very I good. Like Caruso. Me too. Um, so good job for Chicago. Keep it up. Uh, next at number five, um, still hanging in there, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they're nine and five. Um, I will say. I know I've gotten on them a little bit in the past. However, uh, they do have a pretty solid young core. They're not a ton of bums. But are they going to be the four seed by the end of the year? Most likely not. Uh, at number five, the Miami Heat. Uh, they continue to do well. They've kind of struggled a little bit, but they're still doing good. Um, if you remember, that is the team that I predicted will make it to the finals. So, you know. They've got Allen, right? Jared Allen, don't they? The Heat? No, uh, he's on the Cavs. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Jared Allen, he's been he's been really playing good. Now. That's one of the reasons why they've been good, the Cavs. Well, okay, um, since you predicted the Heat, who do they have again? Who's their starters? Who are their stars? Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam and Abayo. And then they have a lot of good role players like Duncan Robinson and P.J. Tucker, Markeith Morris. Um Tyler Hero off the bench. I forgot about him. He's pretty young, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I think it's his third year. Yeah, it's his third year in the league. Um, Playing very well. So, yeah, they're a good team. And they got a great coach. Um, Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra or something like that. Eric you know he's a good coach when he's been the coach of the Heat since... D-Wade and LeBron have been on their team. And he's still a coach. Yes. He's yeah. stuck around for a while. He's actually, other than Greg Popovich, I'm pretty sure he's the only, he's like the longest like coach that's been with their team. Same team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then at number six are the Philadelphia 76ers. Eight and six. Ben Simmons is still sitting around waiting for something to happen. Until they do that, they, they, they need to get rid of him. They I think that if they do and if they get a good trade, they could be a dangerous team. But right now, they, they just need to get somebody with with Joel Embiid. Yeah, they'll be fine. They do. Um, number seven slid a lot, and is a team that's been struggling a little bit. Is the New York Knicks seven and six? Yikes! Uh, they're doing okay. Um, they're still a solid team. They're still playing okay. Um, I think they're still trying to figure it out because they got some new guys. They'll be okay. Where have the Nets gone? Were they number one like two weeks in a row? No, the Nets were a little bit down in the standings. They've risen up a lot. Um, Then at number eight um, is the Hornets. They're seven and seven. Cool. Uh, (laughs) LaMelo has still been playing well. Um, They're a good team. They're they're solid. Um, 
Then at number nine are the Toronto Raptors. They're also seven and seven, so they're tied for eighth. Um, they're solid as well. Um, they continue to play good basketball, which I didn't, I would not have predicted, but they're doing good. Um, then at number 10, we've risen up the Boston Celtics at six and seven. We have gone up one spot in the past two weeks. Um, still a losing record though. Still a losing record. I don't mean to rub that in your face. I'm just it, it's I know. It's it's rough. We're we're trying to put it together. We've been missing Jalen Brown for a couple games and we've actually been holding it down um which is good. And then at number 11 are the Milwaukee Bucks at 6 Ew. and 7. However, I'll tell you this. They've been missing Chris Middleton for 2 weeks now because of COVID. He's oh, hopefully yeah, going to be right. coming back this week. Giannis just missed their last game um which they played the Celtics and the Celtics won. But um it's shocker. Yeah. No offense, but without Giannis and Middleton. You know what the craziest part was? It was actually a close game. <laughs> I know that we were missing Jalen Brown, but But the Bucks were missing Middleton and Giannis. They had we we allowed Grayson Allen and Bobby Portis to like torch us, and then that was it. Like Drew Holiday didn't even have a good game. Anyway. <laughs> thanks to De- Dennis Schroeder, our our point guard, who's Normally been coming off the bench, but he's filled in for Jalen Brown now. Um, he dropped like 38 points. So, um, Dang. yeah, he saved us. Um, Tatum played good too. But uh, number 12 are the Indiana Pacers. They're 6 and 8. Cool. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think they could make a run for the play-in tournament if they really wanted to, but I could also see them staying where they're at. At number thirteen are the Hawks at four and nine. I I oof. what's going on? I know Trae they, Young, they got on. a good team, dude. So I'm I'm a little surprised. Trey Young, I know you're listening. Pick it up. Yeah, come on, Trey Young. Jeez. Anyway, uh, at number fourteen are the are the Pistons. They're three and nine. Cool. Uh, they will probably end up being either fourteen or fifteen in the standings at the end of the year. And then at 15 are the Orlando Magic. They're 3 and 10. Um, Yikes. I will say the Magic are going to be pretty good if they can keep their core together in the next. Like if they keep their core together and develop their players like five, five years from now, somewhere around there, they're going to be pretty solid. They got a good squad um, full of young players. They're just not winning right now, which is fine. Um, anyway. Moving on to the Western Conference, at number one, I think for the third week in a row, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. For the second week in a row, um, the Golden State Warriors, they're 11-1. and one. Uh, They still have not lost a game. <laughs> Come on. Um, they just beat the crap out of the Bulls on Friday. Um, they're Come on, Curry. Come on, man. They, they, they're good. Now it's a team that you predicted to go to the finals. Yeah. If I'm correct, yeah. But um, I mean, okay, that's a lot less risky. And I think I said this last last yeah, week. You like, did, but that's a pretty safe bet. It, it is. Gotta watch it. I mean, you said Thompson's Thompson's coming back, right? Or it's expected to. Yes. But I mean, come on, they're doing this without Clay Thompson, who's arguably one of the best shooters of all time, and they're doing it without him. Yep, and they're and they're he's their second best player, and they're also doing it without James Wiseman, who was. Their rookie last year, who was having a good year, got hurt. Hopefully, he's gonna he's supposed to come back this year. Um, I know that he's not gonna help as much as Clay, but they do need. Right now, their starting seven center is Kevon Looney, who's fine. He's been on their team for years now, but James Wiseman's much better than him. They have. One player, he's number twenty-two. I don't know what his name is, but he—I've seen a lot of highlights of him getting up. Like and, Andrew Wiggins. He's got some—is him really? Yeah, Andrew Dang. Wiggins is—he's got some hops. He has turned his career around with the Warriors. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, number two are the Phoenix Suns. They have risen Ooh. up a lot. No, 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 no pun intended. Yep. They—they nope. they are starting to look more like the Phoenix Suns of last year. Um. I think our first week, our first episode, they were number 13, or they might have been last, and they're number two now. Dang. So they've risen up a lot. Good for them. Uh, 
At number three are the Denver Nuggets, eight and four. I will I will say this until they make a run in the playoffs. The Nuggets and the Jazz are those teams who have such good regular seasons and then they get to the playoffs and they don't show up. So until Denver shows me something in the playoffs, I'm just going to pass them up because, yeah, they're the number three seed. Yeah, they're playing well. But what are, what, what are you actually going to do? Um, and some people might be mad. at Denver fans are probably mad at me right now because they made a run two years ago in the bubble to the conference finals, I think. And then you lost to the Lakers. So, you know. Well, a lot of teams lost to the Lakers. Oh, yes. Okay. But the teams that they beat, they beat – who did they beat in the first round? I think they beat beat Utah in the first round, which was a good win. Um, But once again, Utah never shows up in playoffs. And then they beat the Clippers in the second round, which was a good win as well. And it was impressive. Um, But Kawhi and Paul George played terrible. So if one of those players plays well, the Clippers win. So anyway. Number four are the Mavericks. Uh, shout out All to right. Luca Come for on, Luca. beating the crap out of my Celtics the other night. Um, that game winner that we the watched. Game winner, yep. yes. Um, they're eight and four. They're I doing went, good. I went back and I saw that on YouTube. Me too. I know. What a shot! It was insane. Holy cow! Yeah, they they've got to get somebody with him. Oh yeah. star with him with Luca because they could be insane. Yep. I agree. Then at number five, rising up in the standings are the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, good for them. Uh, number six, they've dropped the Utah Jazz. Um, they've actually lost a couple games in a row. I've noticed because um, Gobert is on my fantasy team, and so I've seen that they've been losing. So they got they got to be careful because they got a good team. But Rudy Gobert, yeah. Then at number seven are the Los Angeles Lakers. They're seven and six. If they can keep on hanging on while LeBron is out, I think they'll be oh, okay. Wait, he's out again? Yeah, he's taking he's I think he's doing what he did with the Cleveland Cavaliers his last year with the Cavs, where he was just like, you know, I'm old. I'm just gonna barely play during the regular season and then in the playoffs, I'm just gonna destroy everybody. Just go off. So I have a feeling that's what he's doing, but I don't know if he's gonna go off. But um He's 37 years old, people. I mean, basket. I mean, and he has to deal with the Warriors, the Suns, the Nuggets, the Mavericks, the Jazz. All of those teams are better, are the same, if not better, than the Lakers, in my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, um, number eight are the Trailblazers, six and seven, hashtag free Dame. Get out of there, Dame. <laughs> Is that an actual hashtag? No, but we're going to make it right now. Hashtag free Dame. That's going to be the title of this episode is hashtag free Dame. Um, I'm, I'm messing around. But uh, number nine uh, is the Memphis Grizzlies, six and seven. Just when you play them, you just you never know if John Morant's just going to destroy you or not. So got to watch out for them. And number 10 are the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're five and six. Nah. Cool. We'll be. At number 11 are the Sacramento Kings, who are five and eight, who, if I do not remember, were actually pretty high up a couple weeks ago. And like I predicted all those weeks ago, it's not going to last. If you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. <laughs> yeah, I think many people, when they hear that, think, yeah, I don't like that. It's, it's, it's the Kings. Come on, people. It's Sacramento. Anyway. Um, then at number 12 are the Minnesota Timberwolves, 4-8. and eight. Like I predicted, I think they were – I think they were like number six last week. So they've dropped up. They've dropped like six spots. Um, anyway, number 13 are the Spurs. They're also 4-8. and eight. Not going to do much. They're rebuilding. Shout out to the New Orleans Pelicans who won a game. They are two and twelve. I think that is their <laughs> I think that I'm pretty sure I'm I, I'd have to look back. So don't don't like count Will me on you? this. Quote me on this. I'm pretty sure that's the Pelicans' first win since we started the podcast. Dang. I'm like <laughs> Is it still without Zion? 
they're still without Zion. Zion's, Zion's going to be out for probably the majority of the season. Dang. If he's coming back, it's going to be the later half. Well, we hope he comes back. Me too, because they need him, and he needs to get on the court. And, the league um, needs him. Yeah. Yeah. They want him. Who'd they beat, do you know? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it was the other night. Let me... Well, let me before I do that. Yeah. Let me the the very very last team are the Rockets. They're one and eleven. Cool. Uh, they also have they're like the Magic. They got a good core. Um, let me look back. It might have been yesterday. You got to do something. Yep, with it. it was yesterday. Um, they beat the Grizzlies, which was a good oh, win. That's okay. a very good yeah. win. Um, let me look at the box score. John Morant, he played good. He had a. Uh, 22 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. So he was a oh, rebound we'll away from a triple-double. Triple um, and, yeah, it was, I think it was – looking at the box score, it was definitely a team effort because um, Brandon Ingram had 19. Uh, <laughs> it was going to happen at some point. Oh, my gosh. It scared the living daylights out of me. scared the crap out of me, too. Well <laughs> – Woo. I knew this was going to happen at some point. Hey, Welcoming, were... Welcome to the podcast, Jameson, Jameson. the dog. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yep. Welcome to my life. Golly, dude. I'm just going to leave this in. I don't even care anymore. I don't know. We're leaving the... I'll go tell him to be quiet. I'll be right back. You want to understand it? Um, what, should I, what should I talk about? He shrugged his shoulders. Great. What am I supposed to do now? Um, Landon, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know. I've got to start talking is, about music. The good news is, is he shut up now. Anyway, all right. People are going to think I'm a animal abuser. Anyway, uh, I just told him to be quiet. Now he's quiet. With a- Okay, where were we? Oh yeah, the uh, the Pelican. Sorry, everybody. Um, If you've ever been to my house, that you know that that's a regular. Um, If they were zoned out, they're not anymore. That's true. That scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Did you see me jump? No, because I was busy jumping myself. (laughs) Um. Anyway, it was a team effort by the Pelicans. They Brandon Ingram had nineteen. Nikhil Alexander Walker had twenty one. Some dude off the bench had 17 points. I don't even know his. I don't even know who that is. Let me. Dang. Herbert Jones. Shout out. Good job, Herbert. We're proud of you. Definitely listening to this. Yeah. Um. He could be. Um. So yeah, that's the NBA standings. Um. And so oh, yeah. Mar- uh, uh, college basketball. Is oh yeah, starting up real quickly. College basketball is starting up. Shout out to Duke who beat Kentucky. It was a pretty good game. Um, it was a good game, point for point, pretty yeah, much for most of it. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Keels, uh, Duke's point guard, played really well. Since then, he's been playing good. But uh, Paulo Bencaro, um, the dude that I was telling you and Sam about, who I didn't think was going to be all that great, has been playing really good. So nice. he's proving me wrong, and I'm happy he's proving me wrong because I want him to be good. Um. So, yeah. Okay, and real quick about uh, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green. They just played each other the other night. Yep. Um, yeah, so it was Wednesday night um, last week. Um, Cunningham's team won, right? Cunning- I can't the remember Pist- who he played. The Pistons yeah. won. Um, it was a pretty close game. Um, if I remember correctly, Jalen Green had 23 points and Cade Cunningham had 20. Um, and it was pretty, inter- I mean, it was fine. The teams aren't really all that great. I watched the game. Um, Katie Cunningham and Joe and Green, they played well, obviously, because they both had 20 some points, but you can tell that they're rookies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you can tell that saying. they're trying to get it together. And, but, um, I'll tell you what, one thing that I saw that was a big difference between Katie Cunningham and Joe and Green was Jalen Green is all he's flashy, he's you know he's a scorer. Cade Cunningham, it was near the end of the game, had a wide open three pointer, 
he just gotten the ball off of a skip pass, had a wide open three, and a defender was coming towards him. And instead of taking it, he passed it over to the corner and his teammate hit a shot. And that was a moment where I was like, you know, I think Cade Cunningham is more about winning and about the team than he, than, about himself. Than he is about himself. And I like that. Yeah. And I think that that's important. And coaches like that too. Yes. Because, yeah, he scored 20 points, but I can almost, I don't, I'm not going to pull up the box score, but I can guarantee it's about you. about how you score the points. Yes. Um, now, Jalen Green is also, he's, he's, in my opinion, he's more entertaining than Cade Cunningham, but I think Cade Cunningham will probably end up being a better player. However, I think the media and I think that fans are going to like Jalen Green more because he's more entertaining. Yeah. Like, they, start, they were starting to like go at each other, right? So, so that could be a really interesting Jalen Green was watch. Jalen Green, the entire game, he was going after Cade. Like, there was one play in particular where I was like, dang, he's letting everybody know. He... Cade Cunningham was driving him or was guarding him and Jalen Green drove past him and beat him and went up and dunked it. And then as soon as he landed, he turned around and was yelling and screaming and said something to Cade Cunningham. And I don't know what he said, but he got a technical for it. So, you know, the commentators were like, I think he was saying that to Cade Cunningham. And I was like, no, duh, of course he was saying that to Cade Cunningham. But, um, but yeah, that could be fun to watch though. Mm -hmm. And you know what Cade Cunningham did? Nothing. All right. Cool. I'll like let you that. talk. I'll I let you talk the talk. I respect Guess that. what? I won the game. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I like that a lot about Kate Cunningham. He said something to him after they got the technical, but he wasn't all like, you know, in his face. Emotional and in his face about it. Um and I like that. So um yeah, something to watch. Pistons, Rockets rivalry, Jalen Green versus Kate Cunningham. Something to keep your eye on. Um, those are two players that could be really big people. I mean, really big players for the league in general. So, um, yep, it's, it's, it's an exciting time to watch basketball. Cause you got between those two and Zion and John Morant and Luca and Jason Tatum, exciting Devin Booker, games all, years all those players I just, I just named right there are all under 25, all, all under 25 years old. So close. Which is incredible. Like, isn't that insane? Yeah, that's nuts. Like, Luca, Jason Tatum, John Morant, Devin Booker. Exciting things to come. Yeah. Faces of the league for the future. So, yeah, that is it for the fourth quarter, and that is also ending um, our third episode. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please go follow us on Instagram and Spotify uh, at the Zone Out Podcast. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can find our podcasts um, on Spotify. Obviously, if you're listening to this, um, you can also find it on Anchor.com, which is the website that we use to record um, this. Um, I doubt anybody will ever listen to it on there. However, it is on there if you don't have Spotify. Or if Spotify isn't working for you at the time and you want to listen to the episode, there is that option. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, next week. Um, My top 10. Be your top 10. So tune in for that. Um, and do you want to mention? We might. Yeah. Maybe. Question mark. If he's up for it. Have a guest speaker. For the first time possibly for the first time on the podcast i can tell you with confidence it'll probably be the first of many um yes. we will definitely have a lot of people on in the future um if you want to be on hit us up hit us up because we got nothing else better to do so also if you listen to this and like it tell someone just like one person. That's all I'm asking. Yep. Tell one person. About Just tell it. somebody or, or contact uh, us on social media. Let us know. Give us a text. If you're listening, you most likely know us per- personally. Yeah. Um, like that's not, that's not the focus of why we're doing the podcast, but it definitely helps. It's and, appreciated. And in yeah. the future, it'll enable us to do more. Oh yeah. And we've, I've, I, we've had people uh, reach out. We've had a couple of people and I can tell you it, it means a lot. So, um, Thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Um, Next week's 
Lucas top 10 and possibly a special guest. Um, so yeah, thank Peace. you. Thank you for listening.